Hey, do you love films? Well, that's good. Because we do too. My name is Olivia. And my name is Emily. And we're the hosts of Sisters, Sisters and, and the Stars. Stars. We grew up watching movies and haven't stopped since. We think films have so much to offer the world, and we love exploring the nuts and bolts of them. So sit back, relax, and, and let's, let's analyze some, some films. films. Recording. All right. So we got a little quickie for you today, and before we really jump into kind of diving into what we've seen as some of the biggest summer event of Barbenheimer, which has, you know, mm-hmm. been trending. Apparently, Google doesn't autocorrect Barber- Barbenheimer anymore, so you know, <laughs> you know what's official when Google is like, that's, that's a word. Um, there are... Tons of strikes going on right now with SAG and a lot of, you know, writers. They first started with writers and actors. And we just want to say, although we are totally, like, for all that, we we are not SAG members. We are just humble film critics. (laughs) And I think if you have listened to our podcast, we are totally critical of the film industry. I think Mm -hmm. this is not a surprise to anyone. So obviously, we're excited and hopeful that there will be a change. I think it's pretty disgusting how big execs are still making tons of money. Um, This is why, knock on wood, maybe Sisters in the Stars productions one day will exist for equitable, awesome, creative spaces. We know there is a need. There is a need for it. Um, But I just wanted to just throw that out there that um, we have, you know, right. we, total respect. We're not trying to like promote all these big companies and, and, you know, have them give more money, but also at the same time, these movies came out, it happened. We got to talk right. about it. We, we support the strike yeah. and we want the industry to change, but right now we also want to talk about the influence that Barbenheimer is having on the public right now. Because that is happening. And so this is our Barbenheimer in conclusion episode but it's not really going to be concluded no. we just have four more things to talk about we do we do also we might get our dad to talk about barbie because i think he has he, some really yeah. awesome takes and i think you know we need to hear some male perspective on barbie as well but mm-hmm. emily let's get let's into dig- it yeah let's get into I was it just gonna sh- give it to you i'm okay. digging into it all right well i think the biggest thing that I've still seen, which makes, really rubs me the wrong way, is still so many public men in the public eye coming out saying Barbie is anti-man. And it's just, just, it's just so wrong. It's, it's just so, so wrong. Frustrating. Because the whole point, if you just watched Barbie, you would realize that that's the whole point. It's not anti-man. It's not anti-woman. It's anti-patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, and it's anti-non-equality. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's like both it's extremes are bad. To yeah, promote compromise and working together. Yeah, both extremes are bad. So or won't work. Yeah, Have and problems. Someone's left in the dark and shadows. Absolutely, and. It was really funny. I guess I'm sort of spoiling my dad's 
take a little bit but I just remembered him we had a conversation after he had watched Barbie and he was really frustrated also with a lot of men being like oh it's anti-man and he was like well I feel like that stems from the insecurity that you have about losing your power because you recognize you deep down actually do have power and if you're actually looking at equality which means that that power dynamic will be eliminated then like that's what you're afraid of it's not that you're afraid that barbie hates men you're afraid that you're gonna lose the power you have as a man yeah so and that might even be subconscious like they like these men who make these comments might not even realize but it's like if you're saying that barbie is just like this feminist film that's gonna kill us all like did you watch the same movie? No. That we did? No. <laughs> it's like they already came in with an assumption. Absolutely. That Barbie is going to be about women and girl boss and all of this. It's yeah. like y- y- you you needed to ha- keep that open mind and 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 recognize that you know the world isn't going to be equal until it's you see it from other people's perspectives. And that's mm-hmm. why film is just so great because it allows you to view the world mm-hmm. from different people's perspectives and different stories and backgrounds. And that is how you build a collective safe space of once you have that empathy for everyone. Absolutely. It's why I love satire because it does the same thing. It really just takes something, slightly shifts it, and it just, that re-shifting, that refocusing just really can help highlight things in society that are like, oh yeah, that that does kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think we we oh, also yeah. want to talk about how you don't have to love the Barbie movie either to yes. be like a, a fem to be feminism and support. Yeah, you know equality. It's okay to still not love certain art. Because it's subjective and you all have your own experience. And, like, Liv and I, we aren't musical people. We no. we, we don't always vibe with campy, not mm-hmm. digging deep into the characters. So, you know, yeah. it's not like this is going to be maybe in the top five movies. No. But I love what it's saying. Same. Same. I mean, I definitely think that there were sections of the film that were underdeveloped for me, like, from a story perspective. Like, I think the mom-daughter relationship was underdeveloped. I mean, I I think I talked a lot about the side characters where I was like, we didn't really get much from the other Barbies and Kens, but it's like, again, you can be critical of something and not be critical of the message, you know? Yeah. And I think that's also the thing. It's like true, like, so again, which I think the Barbie movie represents, it's like the true extreme of like defending barbie at all costs and you're like an anti-feminist woman if you critique the barbie movie or anyone who critiques the barbie movie is anti-feminist it's like that's also wrong which we saw in the freaking barbie movie y'all like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) again did we watch the same film but what i will say is probably the wrong take is the man hating take and that one i won't stand by because I just, it's just really annoying to still have men of power, and they're mostly white, older white men. Victimizing themselves? Yeah, and it's like, for what? (laughs) For freaking Barbie? I'm sorry. I just, that, that's annoying. That's annoying. And you know, 
I feel like if I still have to see things about like on YouTube reels where like there's so many takes of like men are better than women it's like I'm just not gonna really put up with that bullshit wait wait, having to relate to Barbie or not even just Barbie but just like the amount of content on YouTube and social media is of like alpha males coming out or like here's an example so the FIFA Women's World Cup is going on Mm -hmm. amazing athletes crazy intense like insane and there was a reel that got put to me on my feed which was literally about women like I forget which team it was but the women were saying how women's soccer was harder or whatever or they like have to have more skills and it's like if you do look at the women and men's game of soccer they are a bit different and often they would say that women have to be a bit more technically skilled in some ways but that's like not the true argument but basically what the thing was in the video is this team played like a group of like 15 year old boys and got whooped and so they were saying just like yeah like stick it to the woman like see they think they're all like really good but like a group of boys beat them and I was like gross first of all wrong demographic I don't want this video but it's like but because that video still exists it just like highlights how there's still such a perception of like it's like this idea of like in the schoolyard when you're like a kid and it's like girls are from Venus and boys are from Mars and it's like we're two different worlds it's like no that's so blurred we're on planet earth we're like you know it's just to me it's like I feel like we can move on and like grow and mature yeah blur the lines a little bit that we've created for ourselves anyways and this goes with a lot of different aspects in life anyways so it's like why why do we need such rigidity like Mm. why can't we just accept (laughs) and be who we want to be because If it doesn't hurt anyone, why? It's not a problem. Like, it's not a problem. (laughs) Yeah, really. It's not. It's really not a problem. Yeah. yeah. But Emily, I guess I also was curious (laughs) about your... Because you had an interesting thing where originally your fashion moment that you had a Barbie movie, you were starting to second guess yourself, but you recently did a run and... Wore an interesting outfit. So maybe talk me through your thought process and did we yeah. commit to pink? What happened? What so, happened, girly? Okay. <laughs> so, yes, for those of you who who didn't know, I wore all pink to the Barbie movie, heels, little, little pink dress, makeup. And then I was like, I felt kind of weird walking out of the theater wearing that. But then I I was in a race this past weekend, and I wore all pink with a pink tutu. <laughs> also pink glitter? Like, you guys did and it pink, up. Oh, my gosh. Pink glitter. <laughs> and um, it, it's funny, you know, because what I think made the difference of why I was really actually really proud to be wearing what I was wearing was the what I was accomplishing. I mm. felt like I wasn't just sitting in a theater absorbing something like I was the one actually doing something Mm. and actually being able to put a strong foot forward and and be a good representative of femininity and strength together yes okay and I think that's where I was just really really happy to be wearing all pink at this race yeah and how how far did you run for our listeners 
Uh, it was a 10K. It was just 10K. six miles, you know. Just six miles. And I'm so glad that you said a 10K because we actually, I mean, hi to our German follower, which is crazy oh, that yes. we have someone from Germany who <laughs> downloads all of our vid- like pod. It's really cool. So um, thank you. Thank we you appreciate so much. It. Um, yeah. And then six miles for all our poor Americans who... 6.2. Sorry, 6.2 miles. Um, yeah. It was really fun. And, and another point that I wanted to make was that I was not the only one in all pink. You know, I ran this race last year. I was not in all pink. I don't really remember you, many people you in all You did have the pink tutu, last year. though. I did have the... Yes, yes. However, <laughs> I did see a lot of other people wearing women yeah there are some there are some men wearing all pink I love that and it it was just honestly really empowering because also when you're running I got people shouting at me like go Barbie and and there was literally like a woman on the sidelines who had this pink glittery sign that just said go Barbie yes And, and it's like it's the fact that like we're reclaiming Barbie instead of it being like this unapproachable icon for women is actually Mm. what Greta Gerwig did is reclaim the idea of that women can be anything and have the power to achieve anything and honestly change the perspective of what Barbie means now. I like feel like I want to cry. That's so sweet. (laughs) You know, it's true because I think you're right. Like, there's so much tied up to Barbie and, like, what Barbie means. And, of course, like, sure, there's always problems with, like, a huge... Cap- like, there's... Sure, there's capitalist undertones and, like, consumerism, bloody blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah. it's an icon. It's a symbol. And I would say, like, yeah, I think I... You want to know what? After the Barbie movie, I was like, I want some pink in my wardrobe. So I went thrifting and I found a shirt that was kind of pink. And I was like, it's great. <laughs> I kind of look like a bi icon though, because it's like a short sleeved <laughs> pink button down <laughs> that's giving like um, dad on vacation. Absolutely. But like, exactly, it's finding that's the, the balance. Point, you know? It, exactly. It's finding who you want to be yeah. and what makes you feel comfortable. Absolutely. Um, and I love and that. And me with wearing, you know what's really funny? What? Liv is actually, so I brought mom and dad to watch Barbie and we all watched it together. I wore the same pink dress, but this time with Converse. I felt a lot better. Girl, like, That's you're such splendid. a Converse girly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it was just funny because it was like, oh, wait, like I punk. like wearing heels too, but it was just this, this, it, it was the great, it was a better balance for me. Also, comfortable. Emily has platform converse. Yeah. Let's like put that out there, okay? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. ain't just regular. Makes but they're me black, feel right? my appropriate height. No, they're maroon. Oh, wait, they are maroon. Yeah, they're maroon platform converse. That's, did mom and dad, what did mom and, did, mom and dad did not dress on theme, did they? They didn't, no, no, of course they did not. No. Were they both in blue? <laughs> Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's really... I did want to make this one other comment that having my parents sit next to me had me have a different viewing. Oh, yeah. Than what was that I like? did the first time. Because you saw it a second time. It was time. really wonderful because during, like, the patriarchy moments, my dad would look at me and, like, roll his eyes and, like, hit, like we would laugh at each other. Yeah. And then at the times with Ruth, I live. I cried. With Aww. mom sitting next to me. Aww. And it just, like, Ruth's words, like, hit different because mm. she's like, we create the, 
mothers stand still so their daughters can see how much they've grown. Oh my gosh. No, I think I would cry. Did mom cry? Was mom no. cry? <laughs> no, mom wasn't cr- Actually, I should ask because I... I was having my own little cry moment, so I didn't yeah. look over. There's a lot of times where our family, we watch a movie, and this this is the classic viewing experience. It's a sad film. We are all crying, but we all just sit and not look at each other while the credits are rolling <laughs> until we all collect ourselves, and then we're like, that was a good film. But we all are crying, but we're all just like, we're not crying. But we it's all fine. like don't recognize that we're all crying. <laughs> no, sometimes. we're just like, Unless you're, like sitting next to We're all just like, uh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so. Funny. But it, it it actually made me appreciate like when you go see films, who you're going to see them with, and how that yes. changes your I mean, experience and everything. The like friends I saw the Spider Man movie with, I was like, I mean, it was great, but also like sometimes when you see movies with like someone you don't know as well, like that changes the dynamic. Yeah, you're not geeking out as much. Yeah, or if you're like, um with like annoying group of teenagers who are like on their phones also ruins the experience exactly exactly so anyway there's that point but i'm gonna sidetrack us because we have two minutes till the two minute mark oh shucks Um, yeah liv has no concept of time thanks (laughs) um so i guess i also wanted to mention how you know it's crazy the influence these movies are having because of all the social media content that's just being dumped into everyone's phone people are making soundtrack memes and barbie yes. memes and ken me and it's just it's so incredible we've sent to watch we've sent a lot back to each other <laughs> oh yeah we're like look what we got dude. oh my gosh oh my gosh um but i did want to because we haven't touched on oppenheimer much but no you're right we were <laughs> like always barbie. We just all <laughs> about so barbie. clearly this is how we're feeling um but i wanted to pass the ball over to emily to talk about an experience you had about Oppenheimer, Mm -hmm. and I want you to talk about it. Yeah, so, as you know, I didn't fully enjoy Oppenheimer, and (laughs) I was Not fully enjoy? That was... That's an understatement, honey. (laughs) Um, Some of my um, co-workers, male, I I go back, and we've all now seen Oppenheimer, and I'm talking with them. Also, these were the same co... These are the same co-workers that did not invite (laughs) Emily, because... It's a, yeah Oppenheimer. So, anyways, I want to throw that. Out there too. Maybe they also didn't know me as well. That's I give them. I, <laughs> I give them room. Um, but it was like they're like, man, this that film was just so epic and so good. And I go up and I was like, well, actually, I mean, I didn't think it was like the greatest movie ever. And they're like, you have terrible taste in movies. Cause you want to know why this is so good? Mansplain, mansplain, mansplain. And I was like, thank you. You know, I was there. Like, I did go. Wait, and what see did this. they say was so good? I'm curious. Well, they were like, oh, the atomic bomb. Did you know it was the same time that a real bomb goes off for the sound? I was like. Oh, yeah, okay, great. And they're like, yeah, and then that scene with Einstein at the end, man, it was, wow, because he didn't even say anything about that dude. It was just so well, like, lined up. And I was like, I'm literally like, that was so obvious. Like, clearly it wasn't going to be about him. No, right? And so they're talking about these things, and I was like, okay, but do you realize that, like, the women were kind of just there to be a lover and a wife? And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess so. But they did have that one woman scientist that I was like, that was in one scene. They're like, yeah, yeah, I guess so, but still, and it's just funny, and I don't, look, I respect everyone's, that you enjoyed Oppenheimer, it is deep, it, it's, it's intellectual, good music, it just doesn't click for me at this point in my life right now, 
Yeah. Maybe it will in five years when I'm less passionate about women being on <laughs> film. But like, <laughs> like not less passionate, but meaning I've, there's some distance. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And so it's not that I, I don't discredit you for liking Oppenheimer. Not at all. That's not what I'm no. saying. It's just for me, I, I just have this different a different viewing experience from my perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's what we love about analyzing films and critiquing films is just because all the different takes people can have and how cool of an art form that so many people can walk in and due to their own lived experience or whatnot, they are viewing it differently like we were. Yeah. And it made me finally respect difference of opinions and made me feel (laughs) strongly that I can maintain disliking something while you can maintain liking something and I feel sure of my opinion you feel sure of your opinion and we can still be friends and let's make more art (laughs) yes oh my gosh and that's a really big step for you Emily is being able to hold (laughs) that like dichotomy of like I can dislike something and that can be valid when you don't feels good (laughs) yes oh my god yes it's an amazing feeling to be able to be confident and not follow the herd I mean most of the men that I follow who do film analysis who have followed for years all really liked Oppenheimer and a lot of them are still calling it a masterpiece I would say the writing needed some work but I will always (laughs) say the writing needed some work um but again, yeah, it's the like the whole story. Like, go listen to our Oppenheimer I, podcast. Exactly. But again, I love <laughs> Christopher it. Nolan. Christopher Nolan's still one of my favorite directors. I still get really excited when Christopher Nolan does film or anything like that. Like, I'm gonna get excited. So, exactly. Anyway, so in conclusion, not really. But there's some other thoughts that Liv and I had. Some nuggets and who, that you I, want. who knows? Well, hopefully we're going to get our dad to, to come and do an p- episode with us. That will yeah, be very an fun. Official so look forward to that. Dad breakdown of Barbie. Yeah, and his thoughts us. on Oppenheimer. Oh, not, just that's true. film in general. He's got a lot of good thoughts. Yeah, we can talk about loon calls. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Anyways, we got so our, many things planned. Thank you for tuning mm-hmm. in, spending your time with us. It means so much. We love being able to be here and hold conversations and hopefully you find them entertaining as always hope to be back soon till next time thank you so much for listening to this episode these are just some of our thoughts and opinions and we'd love to hear from you guys too so head on over to our instagram at sisters and the stars to continue the conversation hey this is olivia thanks for making it to the end of the episode If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us with a review. Every little thing really helps. Thank you so much and catch you all in the next episode. Film nerds, unite!